is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to either earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our listeners out there whose father watched Fox News, screamed at the TV, and blamed Obama for all of his problems. Welcome back to the Family Burrito Podcast, Episode 17. My name is Christine. My sister Jessie and I started this podcast as a way to heal our childhood Fox News and Obama's fault trauma. What's going on, Jessie? Oh, not much. It's snowing. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I was thinking, is she going to say something about it snowing? There is actually freezing weather coming tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I hope y'all's power can last. God, why do you got to put that evil on us right now? I don't know. I just get, I hope everybody in Texas got a generator. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got their shotguns for sure and they got their prayers, their thoughts and prayers. That'll get us through it, right? <laughs> a generator, your Bible. <laughs> Yeah, you saw again. <laughs> We're all good. But uh, what I was going to say was before we were recording, what I love about our um, episodes is we don't even plan anything. We just basically plan a title that usually has nothing to do with what we're talking about, which is the fun of it. Um, but I just love, we just, this is how you and I have always talked on the phone for years and years. And this is why we started this podcast was. for people to hear us heal with us and heal their own wounds and know that they're not alone and we've gone through some shit right yeah no and I definitely love having friends of the family burrito like I people that listen to it and have commentary you know that's the best part they're like oh this is hilarious you know like my friends and stuff I'm like oh I'm glad you think so because that's just how we talk on the phone yeah (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, I had no idea the podcast community was so freaking supportive. Like, I had no, I would have done this a long freaking time ago. Um, I've had a very busy week because of so many networking opportunities that have come my way. I'm going to be, do a guest guest spot on someone's podcast next week. Um, Her podcast is called The Path. I'll tell you all more about it next week. But um, anyways, she's heard my other podcast, How Coronavirus Saved My Life, and really liked the fact that, you know, I am breaking that racism childhood conditioning in my family, you know, you too, you know. So, and then I um, had a um, Australian podcaster who's been doing this for a while, her one of her episodes, she interviewed um, this reporter that's on Netflix on like the toughest prisons or something. So um, her and I are going to do some stuff together. So I'm really just so pleased with how supportive all of these podcasters are. It's amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah, me too. And then the shout out that we got from Fix It Home Improvement. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That was nice. <laughs> I know. And it was unexpected. I actually was on um, 
I was on um, Instagram and I ran across their Instagram. I didn't even know they were on Twitter and um, they are, I think, I don't, I'm assuming they're married, but it's a man and a woman and um, they have this home improvement podcast where it tells you like how to change tires and um, how to, you know, change um, a dishwasher. What had caught my eye was when they were on their Instagram was talking about um, how to check your water heater, you know, like if something's wrong with it. I didn't know you're supposed to change it every five years, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why landlords hate it. They're like, please, water heater, please last for at least eight years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So because I'm having, I'm starting to have weird water issues where the, um, it's taking, usually I have my own water well and stuff, but, um, usually I literally, you turn on the, the sink and hot water already comes out. So, um, it's not doing that anymore and it's taking a long time to heat up. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, what do I do? My brain freezes of course, but I'm like, cause I'm single now. I don't have, you know, anybody to help me do this. It would have taken yeah. Shane a minute, too. It doesn't have anything to do with video games. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And anyways, I'm not going to... Okay, sorry, sorry, Shane. I love him. I don't trigger me, Jesse. Don't trigger me right now. It's all highs over here. High vibrations. Now I'm about to go straight into the seventh circle of Costco. Straight to the sink. It's funny how quickly that happens, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why I am so thankful for all the men in my life that have taught me how to do like quote unquote man the man's job mm-hmm. so I don't have to like I don't have to you know YouTube it I can just I go oh yeah I know how to do that yeah yeah so fix it home improvement check them out on Apple Podcasts um, but yeah there was very very sweet for them to do that and then you know I mean I just love Twitter I just man I love Twitter it's just it's like this is how I look at like Instagram that's where you're gonna go and you know stir up your childhood wounds and you're gonna cry and you know the full moon's coming what are you gonna manifest Twitter is like all these like successful people that are partying and they're like you want to drink or you want to get high (laughs) you know what I mean like that's the vibe you know right yeah it's like one big party it is um I have connected with so many people this week. It's almost overwhelming. I had like have the list and then the list keeps growing of things. And I am super excited about um, I'm planning for at the end of next month, I'm going to have a panel of um, well-known um, black mental health professionals. And I'm going to have a panel of people, Jesse, and we're going to talk about mental health stigma in the black community. Oh, yeah, because that's white people problems. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, with a, you know, black African-American there, there's a whole distrust with healthcare. you know, because they've been treated like crap. Um, and actually, one of the girls, one of the, one of the people on the panel, um, she actually worked with her at the hospital, but she's a therapist and she had gotten into a car wreck and actually came into the ER she had her like JPS whatever clothes on and badge and was treated very nice but she said as soon and she's black and as soon as she switched into her into the hospital clothes she was treated completely different oh wow yeah because they didn't you know they didn't know who she you know yeah yeah and that so just imagine 
someone who doesn't work there, I mean, most vulnerable people, you know, yeah, and they're treated terribly. Well, that does suck. Well, I mean, I, I obviously see it everywhere because I'm pretty observant of uh, racism. Uh, yeah. But it's interesting, like in Colorado, there goes that word again. Um, <laughs> I went to um, Colorado Springs with my friend Valencia and she, she's black. And uh, we went to a restaurant and we sat down and nobody served us. Like nobody came up to us, asked us for if we wanted a drink. We didn't even have menus. And because um, they just told us to go sit down, right? Like the hostess did. Mm-hmm. And we start getting our jackets on to leave because, you know, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then the guy comes up to us and he's like, oh, did y'all not want to order? And then Valencia, we walk out and she's like, it's because you're an inward lover. But she oh, said the cool word, dude. And I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to that, y'all. But <laughs> did she use E-R or with an A? The E-R, girl. She wow. E- yeah. But, uh, you know, she's one of those people that she see, she's seen, um, she's from Chicago, so she's seen a bit different racism, you know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, I've, you know, whenever I was, uh, you know, beginning of the pandemic, the panic-demic, um, <laughs> you know, we had all these people coming in on our inpatient psych unit that had never been diagnosed with a psychiatric illness before. So we were like, this is COVID psychosis, you know, and, um, and it was interesting. It was fabulous. No, wait. it was um, unique. No, it was <laughs> my brain's like sorting out. <laughs> Jesse, help me. Jesse, help me. Um, intriguing. <laughs> intriguing. Uh, jarring. It was jarring. <laughs> so um, because, you know, you would have like two people in the same room. One would have a positive COVID test. The other one wouldn't. But they both had the same symptoms. And so I started keeping track of these people that had never had a mental illness um, and that had a negative COVID test, but you could tell in their chest x-ray, you know, they definitely had COVID. Um, So I started keeping track of, you know, like their race, their age, um, you know, what their x-ray and stuff results were and different things. I was really interested in like their blood work and their inflammatory markers and things like that. Um, so, and cause this was all when I was going on through my long COVID stuff. And so this is actually why I started doing that because I was like, okay, you know, what is their blood work going to look like? So anyways, I started doing this. And then after a couple months of going through people's charts, um, you know, I could totally see the racial disparity in healthcare because you would get the white patients that would have all this work up and you get the black patient that would have hardly anything. Oh yeah. And then also I think the African-American women die more in childbirth than white women mm-hmm. oh, and Hispanic women, you know, like they're like the biggest race that die in childbirth. Yeah. 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 And historically black women are viewed as histrionic, like dramatic, you know, just think of like, kind of like the Kardashians, like, yeah. so, and I remember I had this, um, you know, sometimes I, on the weekends I do this like consult service mm-hmm. where it's basically, um, uh, the medicines, the primary team, and then they consult psychs for like, Hey, is this a psych 
issue or whatever. And I think everything's a psych issue, by the way. But they consulted me on this um, African-American female. I mean, before I even, I just read, I was like, y'all think she has a personality disorder because she's asking for pain medicine for something that is actually true and documented. You can see on her scans that this thing is really happening. Um, so I was already offended and this is the first time that's ever happened to me, but this is all right around the same time. So anyways, I went to go see the patient and I just was like, you know, I said, you know, we had a conversation. Of course, I can't tell all the conversation because of HIPAA and stuff, but you know, I let her, I was very open and transparent with her and she was very open and transparent with me. And you could tell, like, she was very, um, I don't know what the word is, satisfied or like fine, like finally someone's listening to me. Like when I started talking to her and saying that, I just want you to know that I'm offended by this. And, you know, if you were white, you may have been, you know, and she like turned the TV off and she goes, thank you. And so we had a really good, powerful conversation, but because of that and the other things, um, you know, they, they did the whole like, you know, cultural education series and stuff in the hospital to make, because everybody comes from different backgrounds, you know, yeah. Yeah. and everybody has different races stuff. I wonder and, why they think that, I wonder why they do that. I mean, I'm like, I, you know, is it, is it, does it trans, is it like, from the Civil War, is it from, like, us growing up with racist-ass grandparents and parents that, like, still are, like, what is yeah. it? Yeah, so, exactly. So, so like, my Indian friend, we were talking about, you know, colorism and stuff, and she's like, the darker you are in her culture and just everywhere, the more dirtier you're considered. You're considered someone that works in a field and is in the sun all day long. So if you have dark skin, you're viewed as someone that works in a field and is like a peasant, you know, mm-hmm. a slave, you know. Yeah, and a lot of Indian men like white women. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like they don't even like I I, I don't want to like say I talk to a bunch of Indian men. Uh, yeah. That weird. <laughs> I'll be like, where uh, were they? Usually, uh, you know, some <laughs> Indian men are pretty cute. I've never actually dated an Indian man. Um, I Well, you know, I haven't dated, dated, but I'm just like, I went to, you know, when I went to UTA, there are so many people yeah. that for, are from India, India there. Mm-hmm. And, and from Indiana or India? <laughs> India, yeah, India, the country, India. Um, and it was just so fast. Like, it was really fascinating to hear their culture, dif- their cultural differences, but a lot of the white guy, like a lot of the guys from India liked white girls and mm. they, and I asked them about it and they're like, yeah, cause we like light skin girls. Yeah. But I bet you a thousand dollars are not allowed to date white women. A girl, if we, they brought one home, they would get shot. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. I, I have a friend of mine that, um, I'm not going to say his name or what he does or whatever. Anyways, I have a friend of mine that is basically hiding out until he turns 30 so he can date white women because he does not want to date. He doesn't want an arranged marriage. He doesn't. And this is a guy that makes a lot of money and is a professional. And yeah. He, well, he can marry me when he's 30. Girl, I'm, I'm <laughs> not girl. I, that's mine. That's oh, mine. Yours? Okay, it's your Indian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my Indian. <laughs> my, yeah, that's mine. No. Um, yeah, he's really cool, though. He's, that is he's, awesome. He's a and- great guy. Uh, well, and, you know, it sucks because they do still have the arranged marriage and everything. And, mm-hmm. and, and it sucks because, like, millennials, 
you know, we're just like one of the, we're like, what? We need to be free and uh-huh. have all this, like, you know, like we don't even care about money really millennials. We're just like, we just want to do something that's important. Mm-hmm. So I think it's funny that he's just like, no, I'm going to hide out. <laughs> no, he, yeah. He's literally, he goes to work and he hides out in his bedroom and plays video games. That is so funny. And he will not go back to his country, like, until he's 30. Well, I don't even think he'll ever go back to his country. Because he's, like, worried that he's going to get trapped there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's that serious. It's, like, that freaking serious. It's so, talk about ingrained. But, yeah, so back to the, um, you know, racism and all that stuff with the black community. Like, there's um a, a podcast that I've been listening to. I think it's called One Mike Pod one anyways I can't remember but I'll put it in our show notes but he's been doing um he's an African-American male and he's been doing something every Monday for Black History Month and he may already been doing stuff I just discovered him a few weeks ago but looking at some of his stuff and then looking at some of these other people's like blogs from back in the day like it was so ingrained like and it's helping me not think of Grandma Lou the racism part anyways and dad as not these just horrible horrible people because it was so ingrained in them yeah yeah i i still go back to this lady that i met at the gym who's like 90 something in black and she like saw like you know that kind of racism that grandma grew up Mm -hmm. with and was on Mm -hmm. the other side of Mm -hmm. and i you know She's just like, I just try not to complain about anything. I just mm-hmm. want to, you know, just live my life and be happy. Yeah. And, oh, and by the way, she looks like she's 50. I know. That's another thing. So, you know, that term black don't crack. It really is true because I can never tell how old a black person is because they have the best freaking skin. I yeah. mean, you know, I, the last guy I had dated that was African American, I was like, dang, what kind of lotion do you use? He's like, this i don't use lotion i'm like what in the hell your skin is like silky yeah we gotta use baby oil and all all of the spf <laughs> yeah vaselines and the bengays and the... <laughs> i like that like, i know that black people use spf i'm not like that dumb uh but at the at one point in my life i didn't realize that they needed it <laughs> like, oh oh jesse you're just you're you're you know what i just remembered this that same friend, Indian friend, that's living in his parents in his bedroom at his parents' house till he turns thirty. He will like he's been over my house, you know, have a pool and all that. He won't he won't go out in the sun and he won't swim because he doesn't want to get dark. <laughs> yeah, I, I can relate to that. I used to want to be super tan, and then I was like, oh no, girl, you, you wrinkles. <laughs> well, yeah, but his is all about race racism, you know, like because the d- darker you are the more dowry the father has to pay and all this stuff. Um, so I, I oh. and I didn't know that at the time I was like, um, what? I thought he was just being goofy cause he's goofy anyways. But, um, and then I found out later it was cause he doesn't, he doesn't want to get dark. <laughs> That's interesting. That is so weird. But at the same time, I get it. Like, I, right. I get it. Oh, cause you know, we've talked about it before, like the bleaching of the skin and everything, but, Oh, I thought we talked about bleached assholes. What are we talking oh, about? Oh, well, yeah, you know, bleach your butthole, but also there's like bleaching of the skin. Yeah. 
and they got I forget what company got like in trouble for being racist (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they basically were like um use this and they used a black woman and then they like used like a bar soap I think it was Dove and then like the lady turned white (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so it was like the opposite of blackface yeah yeah and and then people were like um that's like really reverting back to some old school racist shit god god you can't do nothing around here can't even use soap without being dang that is that is just nuts that is nuts well today do you know what today's date is um yeah two 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 (laughs) on a tuesday on On a tuesday Tuesday. (laughs) um i don't know if i can say the word that i want to say but it rhymes with wussy so i keep calling it the the word that rhymes with wussy that starts with a p are we allowed to say that word i don't know yeah yeah um pussy portal yeah. i keep calling it the pussy portal <laughs> the yeah. pussy portal's opening um but yeah that is um you're gonna fall in the portal never to return again <laughs> it, well you know and then well it's so funny because the beginning of the day i was like really feeling good i was like yeah this is a great day and then like I laid down, you know, for a hair of a second, I thought, and then I look at the clock, I'm like, oh, man, it's been forever. And then now I'm, like, nauseous. Yeah, yeah. This is, like, I don't know what the vibrations of today are doing, but they're fucking with me. Yeah, I know. It's so interesting because I um, I have been writing for several months um about this date this is like a manifestation date for me whenever you have like you know repeating numbers like this it's very powerful and so I've been writing for several months like all these things that are going to happen um you know for my career and things like that and man they are just it's starting to happen (laughs) you know and it's just um it's really awesome and then another really cool thing is um one of uh, my friends from way long time ago, back in whenever Shane and I were in North Carolina, um, we reconnected and I recently saw him and guess how long it had been since we've seen each other? Two years. 22, <laughs> 22 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I kept joking. We fell in a portal and then we came out sexy. that dang pussy portal yeah it'll get you every time (laughs) but apparently this is like a legend you know what they say is like this is the end of a cycle from uh 2000 this is like the last of the repeating numbers until like this sequence until um god when two 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 or something i don't know like something something else but yeah, I was like, man, okay. But yeah, whenever you have repeating numbers like that, um, those are those are like these portal openers, you know. So Oh yeah. Well, that's really cool. Kind of like eleven eleven and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You gotta pay attention to those numbers, people. Yeah, because the universe speaks in frequency vibrations. And that's another thing too, is with with you know, not working as much with healthcare and now I've like switched over and I'm constantly on the computer which is so rare for me like that is not me I am usually outside talking to a bird you know looking at the clouds or looking at my receipts the numbers or reading books and I like yesterday had this total come to Jesus with myself because I was like you know starting to have like fear and doubt about did I do the right thing you know how they get that overthinking thing 
And then I was like, Christine, what you're missing is your previous routine where you woke up and I always write gratitude stuff every morning, but where you woke up and you did your manifestation techniques, you read 10 pages of a book, you know, um, an improvement book, a personal improvement book, um, development book. And, um, you know, did the Nicholas Tesla three, six, nine method. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but, um, so I was like, okay, and this is what you're missing. You're missing these things. You have a whole routine that you did. Now you're like getting up and get on, getting on Twitter and Titter and Twitter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> all the teas. Yeah. All the teas, <laughs> all the teas in your face. But, um, so I was like, okay, so I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to get up and get back and see who I was because, I won't, won't grow, you know, as a person, I, I can go and help and save the world, but I'll just get stagnant. So, oh okay. yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. another podcast I listened to, um, you know, she did uh, turbo fire and, uh, all uh-huh. that. Uh, I'm probably going to butcher her name. Shalene Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, Shailene Johnson. Yeah. She has a podcast. It's super cute, but she has these like, um, make yourself 1% happier and it like throughout the month um, every mm. day by doing little things mm-hmm. like not looking at your phone while you're working out mm-hmm. or, you know, thing, just things that you notice are irritating or not making your day better. Mm-hmm. And the other day, okay, well, I have a problem where I like to read people's comments on comment sections. Like I know uh-huh. you can do that because it's like really low vibrations, but sometimes you see some funny shit. Uh, right typically what i'm looking for is that funny shit Mm -hmm. but then sometimes you run across that dumb shit Mm -hmm. and um there was a girl who recently passed away uh from a botched uh, breast um surgery Mm -hmm. and this guy comments well you should have just left it the way god intended and i go on his facebook just to see what this fucking douche looks like and first thing you see on his facebook is a modded engine so i comment back oh well why do we big uh add like bore holes into our engines because we're sick of 125 and we want something bigger huh i guess we should have just left it the way god intended uh-huh. and like i realized that was like really low vibrational or whatever and like mm-hmm. not really my best moment but at the same time i'm just like what a fucking douche like yeah and then i thought about it like probably wasn't the best thing to say but who cares? Did he respond? <laughs> no, he didn't respond. I think that he probably thought about it and was like, this bitch, there's nothing I can say to her. Yeah. And that's so, when did that happen? Yesterday? Um, it got like a three days ago, three or four days ago. Yeah. There, um, there is on Twitter. I follow, I don't follow just like spiritual people and podcast people. I also follow people that are talking about money. Cause I love talking about money. Cause I don't know like about investing and all this kind of stuff. But, um, so there's this one guy, um, and they usually all those people like they, well, I guess there's a whole algorithm with Twitter. We got to get on the ball, Jesse, where they all like ask the question to the audit, you know, to the peop the Twitters and people answer and they all like going to go back and forth. So we need to start doing that. But he had asked a question yesterday about, um, what is one characteristic or something that a man should have and something like something like that. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I don't know if he even said women, he just said something like that. And I said, vulnerability. 
And he goes, um, really? Because, and he's, ne- he doesn't usually, I've never noticed him to answer like this. Usually it's like just three words or whatever. They have a whole algorithm with that too. Copy, copywriting is what they call it. But, um, or like the less words, the better, you know, but he goes, really? Because, um, most the time when I, or when men have done that, or when I've done that, the attraction, you lose the attraction and, there was a vulnerability war going on yesterday between men and women. Like people were retweeting what I said. The men were retweeting what he said. Huh. And, yeah. And, and one guy was like, Oh, a woman commenting on what a man should have. Ha ha. You know? And I was pissed like for an hour and I, I good thing I was out with my daughter and stuff, but, and then I calmed down and I just didn't even end up responding. But, um, actually I did. I responded with, there is this, um, one African-American like spoke spokesman guy that talks all about how vulnerability is sexy AF. He has a whole, he has a book called just heal bro. And um, so I just kind of like did one of his quotes on there instead of, you know, cause they're, they're going to listen, but this is very interesting. And then I actually messaged him because it went on all day long, Jesse, all day long. It went on. And I was I finally, I was like, so I messaged the guy and I've never talked to this guy. I mean, we, I follow him on Twitter. But I was just like, I like this vulnerability party we're having. He goes, he goes, I knew as soon as you said you were going to trigger, you're triggering people. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's trigger them. You know, let's go. <laughs> Are you triggered? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that, well, it's funny that you say that because, yeah, most men are taught not to yeah. be vulnerable. Yes. And you know what's so crazy about all of that? It's not that they're crazy. That's just ingrained in them as well. Do you know yep. if Shane would have, opened up to me and been vulnerable we probably would still be married he didn't so in my eyes he didn't shed one freaking tear over us divorcing or separating but that wasn't true he probably did it behind i mean he he didn't tell me he just said when we finally talked about it one day but and then the same thing with like one of my friends is getting divorced and he was like yeah i'm gonna do that in front of her do that at my house i'm like do you know like Women, like, so what it looks like is you're being cold and you don't care and we never meant anything. Right. And you're supposed to be with your best friend. Yeah, well, Shane and I were best friends, but and something that's the happened. Thing. Yeah. Like you guys used to, he used to be vulnerable, right? Like that was mm-hmm. the whole thing. He, like he used to tell you how he felt and like, oh yep. my God, Christine, like, yeah, I'm going to go kill a bitch or whatever. Yeah. And you'd be like, you know, and you guys would hang out, but then y'all moved into a bigger house. Mm-hmm. And um, he had his little video game area and yeah. the bedroom. And it just kind of was like, okay, well, y'all weren't just kicking it in a small ass apartment anymore. Right. You know and he, I mean? Right. And he also feels like the army messed him up that way too. Like, well, the army messes up everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, we can use that as an excuse for sure. But I mean, like, he's not the only person in that boat. Right, right, because I know several of them that went to the was in the army with him, and they're the same way. It's like, but yeah, but it's men across not all men, but I mean, it's just, I mean, I you know had a dated a guy, and he was like, it's viewed as whining, is is when men do it, you know, because I was right. like, trying to get him to, and he was like, it, it's viewed as whining, and I was like, that's where connection is, man. And let me tell you, this, you know what, Jesse, this is how we need to do it. Instead of this whole back and forth, you know what we say? You're going to get the best sex of your life if you open up and be vulnerable. Then go watch. My mom just texted me, y'all. She said, I heart you, two, 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 two. Oh, God. <laughs> On a Tuesday. 
<laughs> that's funny <laughs> but she, the portals are open terry the portals are open the portals are open see oh my god did she fall in or fall out of it what happened <laughs> she she probably has girl i don't know my mom my mom is an extraterrestrial being <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> she is different <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, how, how would you compare her, like, as, like, if you could think of, like, a movie character or someone on TV, like, is there anybody that comes to your mind you could compare her Lucy, to? I Lucy, Lucy, Lucille Ball. Lucille I mean, Ball. Yeah, just the hilarity of that fucking woman. Mm-hmm. Both of them, you know, like, obviously, yeah. Lucille Ball was more, like, comic with her voice and her face or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just the things that come out of my mom's mouth, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it reminds me of lucille ball or even um or you know betty white uh in golden girls mm-hmm. when she played uh in that show mm-hmm. yeah 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 as rose yeah mm-hmm. so like kind of like ditzy but smart in a, in yeah. a weird way yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like not trying to be funny right but no and she's not trying to be funny that's so. the funniest part though when they're not trying to be funny and they are because the ditziness you know what i mean they're and they're still lost and confused when you're laughing yeah yeah <laughs> she she doesn't get i mean she does get why we laugh at her she's like why are you laughing at me and we're like, uh-huh. oh my gosh because you're hilarious and adorable i need to i need to go hang out with your mom for a couple of days because i i need to remember i need that get some of that, that georgia humidity on your skin <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, girl, that's all I know. To be continued. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs>